you doing, man? What are you bringing out right now? Adrian Soriano. Oh, primal fear. Hang it with me on the podcast. <laughs> there we go. Remix. Yeah. Well, what what I what I would normally do when every single episode was the was like in person in live. I would just hand the drum to the guest and have them do it ah, for, yo, for the beginning. So dope. But um, but now uh, I've been so accustomed to playing the drums right in the beginning. Anyway, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> What's up, man? Well, want to uh, want to before anything else, uh, just make sure I state how grateful I am for your time and how welcome and how safe I hope you feel and. This is something I've been wanting to do for a while, cause uh, you, you and me, we we got a we got a we got kind of a a cool relationship. I like I like uh, every single time we every time we're around each other, I always just have fun chatting with you. Yeah, we cross we cross paths. Yes, every yes. now and then. Very. And good. I also want to say that I'm grateful and thankful and appreciative for bringing me on to this show and for being guests on episode two sixty. Yeah. So, you know, so, let's do it. Let's have some fun. Yeah, you were you were on a very high priority list. There was two other two hundred and sixty other people who I thought it was more important to have a conversation with. <laughs> no, man. But um, I what I really been curious about, and I I I know like you've probably done tons of podcasts. Like you've probably been interviewed tons about. About, yeah, we did a, done a few, done a right. few, maybe, maybe a handful, you know, don't want to say I've done many, but you know. Yeah, but I'm saying like the, the, most podcasts are going to ask you almost like you're going to have like the, you're going to have like the Rolodex of questions you're absolutely going to be answering. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Start. Yeah. And <laughs> I, for, for me, because like, of course, like, oh, blah, blah, how'd you get started in wrestling? I don't really care. Not one bit. Right, not, not one bit. Well, yeah, who I, does anyway? Right, nobody well, cares about that. Nobody well, cares about the struggles. They just want to hear about your your successes. Right. They only well, care when you make it. When you made it, that's what matters. What What I'm wondering about, what I want to know about, is like more about your life's journey. Like, what kind of what kind of family life did you have growing up? Did you have siblings? Did you have both parents? What What was that like? And uh, we can get a little a little glimpse into that clean window. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I've grown up with, I've been fortunate enough to grow up with both of my parents in my life. They were married for, I think, about 18 years. They did split up when I was older. Uh, but yeah, one brother, one sister. And I love my family to death. They are the reason why I do what I do. Uh, I want to give them the world and so much more because they're always there for me. Mm-hmm. nobody loves me the way that they do. We all love each other unconditionally. And um, I wouldn't want to have it any other way, man. I feel like I'm very blessed, blessed and fortunate to have them in my life. I wouldn't be where I am today without them. What's What's the age difference in your siblings? We're all a year apart. I'm the oldest. It's a okay. trio. Okay. I have, it's me. I have my sister and my younger brother. We're all a year apart. Did they did they mess around with the idea of 
wishing they could be in the squared circle like us? My brother hopped in into it for a little bit. I think a few months and then he tapped out. Yeah. But it, well, it was it was cool for the little time that he was in there, like, you know, doing things with his little brother. There's a lot of like brothers in the wrestling business. So, you know, there was always that. But, you know, to each its own. I Dude, I always picture everyone. I always picture like that kind of like brother brotherhood family sort of in wrestling in wrestling. But I my none of my none of my siblings ever have any. I'm the only one in my family who's ever, ever even like talked about wrestling no one even yo you know who you know who you could pull off being a brother tag team with i don't know if anyone's ever said it to you but like me looking at you right now to the screen you know who you look like a little bit who's that chris hero okay have you ever gotten that never never it's just the hair and like the 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 beard you got going on it's kind of what he's been rocking lately i'm like oh yeah i'm I'm pretty you guys can definitely pull that off i'm pretty certain he doesn't like me Really? Yeah, we go back pretty far. I'm pretty certain he doesn't oh, like okay. me. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I I don't know why, but I don't care. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm mostly. I've only like, met him a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I when I first met him, I thought he was super cool, and this is pro- going back. You know, I'm I'm an old fart, and he's uh he's a little older of a fart than me. Uh, I think I probably met him in like 2004, something like that. He was super cool. Okay. Super cool back then. And then a couple of years later, he like got a little something and uh, and it just it, it just I didn't I didn't feel like he yeah, liked it me happens. Yeah, I don't know why things happen. Yeah. Are you lots of curse on here. Yeah, dude. Say whatever the heck you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, how old are you, bro? I just turned 38. 30. Damn, bro. You, you don't fucking look 38 at all. Thanks, man. You look, you look very young, very young for your age. That's that's pretty cool. Thanks, man. I I uh, how, now now that like, how does it feel? You know, being like to be thirty eight. Like, how how is life in your thirties? Because I will be turning thirty in April, and I and like mentally, I don't know if I'm ready for thirty. <laughs> man, you man, you know what I want, I wanted to do, man. I think I I a lot of times I'll give I'll give guests the opportunity because. For me, it's it's really really super important for me to let you know how important it is, how important and how much it means to me that you decided to pay me the currency of your effort by coming on here and hanging with me. Uh, whether whether or not anyone ever cares about it or listens to it or gets any hundreds or millions of views, that part doesn't matter to me at all. The fact that we've decided to interact as humans and kind of put our right. devices, put our devices down for a minute. Cause, cause like a lot of, like a lot of times too, that's all we're ever doing is just staring at our phones. I'm just as guilty as it, but I'll right. give opportunity to the guest to, for you to ask me anything you want or to tell me anything you want to tell me uh, based off of our previous interactions or wh- whatever. Yeah questions you've ever wondered or anything like that so i'm I'm just going i'm just going i'm just asking you questions based off of the conversation that we're having Uh so far you know Uh yeah 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 so So, being in my my 30s man honestly i have to say uh it's it's barely any different it's barely any different it's it's like um you know, it's like, oh, what's it like being in your 20s versus being in your teens? It's like, you know, the, right. the, adju- the adjustments happen in real time. So you don't like really go, wow, everything's different. 
things things have changed yeah. so much because the like the it's all it's all happening while it's happening. So kind of like kind of like when you see somebody you haven't seen in a long time and you're like, wow, they look way older since the last time I saw them. It's like right. life life continues to happen. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you know, you know how it is, man. Yeah. Especially like since this is my last year in my twenties, like now, you know, I've only been in the pro wrestling business for six years, but once I hit that 30 and then you tell people that you're 30, they're like, Oh, you know, you're old, your time's running now, and you're like, ah well, you know. I you know, I think that we'd feel different having seen having seen people be the exceptions and like, right. you know, ha having like Lou, having Lou, like be the exception right in front of your face. Like they just said like, Oh, well, or uh, Damien priest, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, ju they just said, Oh, well, if you're, if you're over 33, you're probably not getting there. And then he's like, what was he? 36 when he made it. Yeah. Or, he was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Around, around that age. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there, there, it, you're, there's an, there's an exception to it all. There's a, there's a lid for every jar kind of thing. So, right. Like, when you, when you look at the, and I, I, I'll look at it pretty often and be like, there are so many wrestlers and so few jobs. There's so few wrestlers and so few jobs, but none of those wrestlers are me. None of those wrestlers are you. None of them. Right. So I think that that's, you know, that's a, a mindset that works for me. I, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, walk around with delusions like, oh, WWE is going to call me up. Uh, no, yeah. That doesn't happen. Because I think, I mean, one, I'm, I'm 38 and I have a, a history of brain injuries. So that's also a huge, nah, stay away from this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I never gotten into the business with, per se, a goal like me and uh matt omen matt toro my my tactic partner we kind of got in together and I, I, I never really knew what his goal in pro wrestling was but i i got into it just to like be able to do something with my friends because we were i don't know if you but we were like a band before we started wrestling i, I played did, bass I, guitar matt was a guitarist what, yeah we was were Ga was Gabe in the band too nah he wasn't but our original third member of primal fear was but then he stopped wrestling okay and then that's when gabe come in uh -huh. but uh but yeah like but i never had per se a goal in pro wrestling i kind of just started it and i kind of just went mm -hmm. I, was, I was just like man if i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna do my best and whatever happens happens and with that mindset and like the work ethic that I had, like opportunities kind of just arose themselves. And like whenever the opportunity rose, you know, I was like, all right, you know, I'm just going to go for it. And, and I feel like I've in the six years that I have been wrestling, I've had a lot of great opportunities and I'm just looking to like, keep that going until I feel as though I can't do it anymore or see what else, see what else is there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like uh, the, uh, a, a big thing that I will look at it, in in and kind of zoom out of it a little bit and be like, well, as much as I as much as I could be somebody who goes, ah, this business never have given me anything. Ah, ah this I'm owed something. I, I'm owed nothing. I'm owed nothing. Mm -hmm. Knowing that 
knowing that everything I've ever done in, in the wrestling business has lent to me being the type of person I am right now who I am absolutely in love with. I just really can't picture myself being anybody but the person I am right now, except for being a better version and a more evolved version of the version of right. me that I am right now. And I owe That's a lot of that about. to the wrestling business. I owe a lot of like my, like any other thing I've ever done, I've used, I've used the, uh, the experiences that I've had in wrestling to relate in any of those things to be better at those things. So I, I, I mean, I, monetarily wrestling hasn't been super kind to me, but as far as sentimentally, yes, it is. It has fueled my inner spirit, you know? Yeah, yo, pro wrestling and, like, the real world go hand-to-hand, -hand, bro. It's literally the same exact thing. You mm -hmm. get in or you get what you, like, what you get depending on what you put in. Yeah. So, like, you, if you, you put in, you know, if you sacrifice, put in your effort, put in the time, put in, you know, like, fully, like, dedicate yourself to it and, like, literally do everything in your power to try to get what you want. It'll, it will come to you. And that's the same for life. Like if you just go through the motions and like, and you, you just sit there and like expect for things to come, like it's never going to happen. So it's literally the same exact thing. Yeah. And that's what I teach like uh, the students. Cause I'm a, I'm one of the trainers at super crazy in Deford, oh, New yeah. Jersey, Skid uh -huh. Row Academy. Mm -hmm. And I pretty, and I, stre I stress to them the same exact thing. Like if you just walk through life with like no intentions, which is okay. Like, you know, not everyone's going to know what, what they want to do in life or whatever, but like, even like at your job or like anything, like you have to like do it. Cause if not, it's not going to happen for you. Like you can only do it for yourself. You know, there's a, there's a thing that I've been saying forever that, uh, I, I think, I think it could be helpful for you to use it on the students because the, the thing is, I always say, uh, how, how many people just kind of like, cruise through life and observe what's going on and just kind of right. react, kind of react. This happened. So I had to this, this happened. So I had to this, and there was never a, uh, I made this happen. So this kept happening. Right. This exactly. Kept happening. So that, that was the, the path I called the path of the, the deliberate creator, the deliberate creator. Cre you, the same thing, like you said, you get out of it, what you put into it. Mm -hmm. And if you put into it complaints and negativity, you're going to get back more stuff to complain about. Right. Like, uh, there's just me getting good, getting a little bit deeper into it. You know, like, uh, like I was at the factory for a few years and like, and like, it's great. Like the factory is very, very good school. It's very great. like starter school for anyone. And, uh, I've been fortunate enough to go in when there were trainers like uh, Louis, like Damian Priest, QT Marshall, uh, Blue Meanie was there, William Wilde, like a lot of great trainers. Mm. And like you, what I'm trying to say is you can't just expect to like get somewhere by staying at one spot. Like you have to like get out there and expand and you have to like be like you like pretty much see the world put yourself in different places for different people to see you for different things to happen because if you do the same thing you know that that one quote that they say if you keep doing the same like keep doing the same thing expecting a different result like you're mm -hmm. crazy or something like that the, defini I don't the, that definition, quote, the definition of, of insanity is uh repeating yeah. the same behavior expecting a different result 
Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm saying like once I got out of there and I was able to expand, that's like so many like I was able to grow not only as as a professional wrestler but as a person as well because I was able to experience so much, and I I and I like I know a lot of guys that like stay in 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 the same spot and then they end up becoming miserable, hating themselves, hating the business because nothing's happening. When like you just want to tell them like it's because you're not really doing anything about it. Well, another thing that I say pretty often that I think you would get a kick out of and people listening or watching have probably heard me say it a billion times, but I, I I have this, this game show wheel, the pic, this picture of a game show wheel inside of my head. Right. So think about wheel of fortune, right? That, Uh that big wheel that they spin. I, I have a game show wheel in my head called the, the accountability wheel, Right. So all the prizes and all the, all the prizes are replaced with stuff you can blame. And the, the you know, like the bankruptcy or like the big prize that it's always like the thinnest one, mm-hmm. the, the, the thinnest one actually has your name on it. So all the stuff you can blame, you spin it and spin it and spin it until it lands on your name because you've got to be accountable to all the things that you've ever done and all of your problems. The common denominator in your problems has always been you. Right. Because, hey, man, you're you're your own master. You're your own like dictator. You you are the driver to your own like car. Like no one else is going to drive you to your destination except for yourself. Sure, people may help you point like you can stop ask for directions people will tell you how to get there but at the end of the day you're the one who's gonna have to get yourself there right right um so so i know you you're super multifaceted man and i just kind of want to i kind of want to unbox that a little bit because like uh did you did you i know you you said you were in a band was primal fear the band Primal Fear was not the band. Okay. Our the the band was called. For, we had two names. First, we were Cast Cast Down, and then it became Born from Kings. But it was we pretty much played heavy metal. It was heavy metal. We were like influenced from like I don't know if you heard any 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 of these bands, but like Mastodon, uh, mm-hmm. like Coheed and Cambria. Okay. Um. But then, like later on, like we've only been together for two years. But in that that short amount of time, like our we started getting heavier, so we started uh, grabbing influences from bands like uh, like Mashuga, you know, Slayer, that kind of stuff. It was it was pretty cool, man. I, I really like do miss sometimes. It was really really fun. You still? Play? I still have four of my bases, but I still have four of my bases, but they're just collecting dust right now. Okay, so you don't still play? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, uh, well, I'd say for our, our, like, similar to like our mutual friend Lucas, the the thing as I'm saying, yes. like, the fact that he's doing all the wrestling stuff and still has, still has so much time for that other creative endeavor. Right. That's so listen, I, man. As as like as much as like you know we want to like be multifaceted or whatever. If the time you. You sacrifice for one thing, you have to remember that it's taking away time from something else. So you just got to prioritize, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I stay spinning. I stay spinning like ten plates at a time. 
Yeah, me too. And I'm dropping them all the time. Trying to pick up the broken pieces. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's it's also it's also a better I think that's a better practice in in like seeing what results you enjoy the most. Right. So it can it can like orient your focus, you know. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes you hear like, oh, do one, just be really, really good at one thing. And and like that one thing will get you what, you know, because you must love whatever that one thing is. So, but I don't know, man, I like enjoyed I, I enjoy doing like many other things. So yeah, like, yeah, man. Uh, I don't. I don't want to live with those limits on me. Like, like I don't want to feel like I'm obsessed <laughs> over just one thing. Like I enjoy doing like many things. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanna. Uh, I wanna do. I wanna do so much while I've got the life in my lungs to do it. You know, I got the air in my right, lungs. Exactly. I got the life. I got the life in my brain that's going to fuel me to doing those things too. So right. I can't, I, I don't want to say can't, I don't want to, can't, can't is limiting. I want to, I want to taste as many delights in life as I can. For sure. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I told you about the gym that I work at, right? Yeah. And you said in, uh, near like burger school, right? Yeah. In Bristol. Yeah. 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 So, they're like the the woman she she was talking to me about like gym sales and she like she like was like read this book read this book she gave she gave me this book to read and it's it's called the one thing and it's really about focusing a singular focus and i'm like yeah you can't you can't limit me like that i don't i don't don't appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like i don't I, what was I, her what was her reason for giving you that book oh, so that i'd be better at uh, selling memberships at the gym ah so um I, I guess i guess it worked for her but i mean that's that what works for you doesn't always work for somebody else right what do you man it's not like like a plan of fitness type of rule like trying to sell memberships or whatever. oh no 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 way more mom and pop than that absolutely okay is that a busy gym that you work at? like a lot of people go there no no, no. is it a d- decent gym to work out at it's, it's an awesome gym to work it's one of it's my favorite my favorite gym i've ever been to it's actually one of my favorite places that i ever go to yeah. Okay. But because yeah, uh, I I've kept in mind what you t- like told me about visiting di- the gym. I just have I haven't been in the area too. Right. 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 You know, too, too. Well, next time you do, what what nights are you training up at uh, at Westville or what is it, Deptford? Where is that? Yeah, Deptford. I'm up there Mondays and Thursdays. Okay. All From right. six to eight, I'm there. Cool. I, I doubt the gym's twenty four hours. <laughs> What my gym? Yeah. Well, I mean, I got a key. I work there, so it's twenty four hours oh, for me. Okay. <laughs> it's twenty four okay. hours for me. So, hey man, if you're one of late night stash, I'll be yeah, down. Shoot me a text, dude. Get it in. Yeah, oh, yeah we'll get it in. All right. <laughs> but yeah, um, is that the, where you live? Are you live? You live I, in that I area live, too? I live right by there. Yeah, I live right near. Okay. Here. Right, right near there. All oh, right. I, I live here in this house that I'm in right now. This is, this is <laughs> yeah, where I live. Same here. <laughs> but yeah uh so explain to me like the kind of role models that you've had i want to i want to kind of understand 
I want to understand what kind of motivated you to do the growth that you've done and the evolving that has happened, the life lessons and such. And this maybe this struggles. Yeah. I mean, as far as role models, the only people I've ever looked up to and are my parents, my father and my mother, because they've done nothing but like work their entire lives to make sure we were good. Like, you know, like, like we never had to worry about not eating. Like there was always food. We've always had clothes. We were, you know, they were able to buy us the toys we wanted, video games that we wanted. Like, you know, they took really good care of us. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to, like make them proud of me you know and I feel as and I feel as though I've already accomplished that but I still feel as though I still need to accomplish a lot more just to just to make up for everything that they've done for me I feel like everything I've done so far still isn't enough for what they've done for me if you, if you know I, what I, I mean I absolutely know what you mean all the way because I I always think and I and I I said it I don't remember who I said it to but I said I can't wait to make my mom proud of me. I can't wait to make my aunt Tugger proud of me. And some, um, what makes you think they're not already proud now? Look right. at, look oh, at, yeah. look like, at the, I, the man that you've become and they got to be yeah. proud of that. And that's, yeah. that's something I also, I have that, I have that, that perpetual, uh, got to keep on, got to keep on growing. And then I want to get to a point where like all of the endeavors that I've, I've really made efforts at that have paid off big, I can use those endeavors to pay off my mom's house or, yeah, you know, exactly. or, or like give all the, all the health and all the care to my aunt that I wish that she'd have, you know? Yeah. The, the right. limit will be eliminated, like where it's like, oh, if I only had the money to do this or something. So it's inside of inside of what you said earlier about wanting to take care of them. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. I feel like, oh man, I'm just, I, oh, right now I'm just, I'm a, I'm just a, I'm just a waiter. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting tables and I'm working part time at a gym and I'm hosting hosting podcasts, wrestling, and doing comedy. So oh, yeah, uh, that's your boy too, man. Yeah. Serving, been I was serving place. today. Oh yeah, yeah. I serve at Applebee's here in Atlantic City. Oh, I I serve at Fridays in ben, or in uh, in Langhorn. Man, I want to go to a Friday so bad. There's just not one around here. There used <laughs> to be, but they shut it down. And I'm like, man, I want to go to a Fridays. How <laughs> no. is? It, it does it get like busy at a Fridays. Sometimes, I know like Applebee's is a little bit more popular, so they do be like, you know, they get a little busier sometimes. So I want like, how does a Fridays compare? It, it, really, it really, really depends. It's the day, you know what I mean? It's it's just like a roll of the dice, you know? Yeah. It's sometimes like today it's we were pretty crazy. busy because we're right across the street from the convention center. So whenever there's a convention going on, that traffic comes right to the Applebee's, well, and then we just get murdered. The the Fridays that I'm at, which I I I was I was trying to when I started when I started working there, I was like, oh, I'm gonna try to try to mention Fridays as less as possible. Like I'm gonna maybe Bro. not even ever mention Fridays. <laughs> I never talk about Applebee, but since you mentioned that, right. like, you yeah. know, fuck it, why but, not? I'll but, throw it right, in there. Here. So yeah, but like the same thing you said, the convention center. We're right. We're right next to Sesame Place. So 
when people when people go to Sesame Place, they come right right to that Fridays to to you know feed their brat. Kids. Okay, okay. Now, nah, but yeah, like like uh, like what you said, like uh, I never like talking about my shoot job. You know, mm-hmm. I always try to keep it incognito because it's something that I'm not passionate about. It's just something that we have to do, obviously, to pay the bills, make money, keeps these lights on. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. So you know, that's 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 the 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 struggle and the grind right there. The stuff that nobody ever talks about. You know. Mm-hmm. The stuff that nobody ever shares on on social media, you know, you just share the glam, the yeah, glam and the be, glam. But because you know. the so- social media is like a billboard for what the best parts of our lives that we want to show you, like we right. don't we don't want to show you like had a slow night at Applebee's tonight, uh, walk, <laughs> walking out the door with twelve bucks tonight. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I have my phone. But, on, but all in all, I fucking hate serving. That shit sucks. <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> okay, I started. I started about six months ago, right? I had never been a server. Okay, I had never been a server. Okay, before. I only. Well, started, what made you like switch to that or like get into that? Um, I, I've always kind of wanted to see how I do at it because I'm really good at talking to people, and I'm really good uh-huh. at like, uh, I I'm really good at um customer service uh so i wanted to see how i do with it and see like what the money would be like and the the, you know the money is the money is good but it's like my 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 hours are so bad and my 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 focus has been for shit my follow-through has been for shit my motivation has been for shit since i started it because i i my I'm not passionate about this thing, and I think somehow it's like somehow it's pulling me into a uh, like a muddy funk. Uh, okay. See, with I I look at it like this: like I like I the reason why I do like the job is because the hours are flexible, and that's been my number one like that's been my number one priority when it came to getting a job like it has to be flexible it has to work with my schedule because i know that whatever this job is like it it, yeah of course it's a priority because you have to you know be there when it's your shift but it's not priority as far as like you know the career like you know wherever you put you know whatever you see yourself in the future but as of right now like like with the whole certain like man it's just when i'm not there i don't think about it but when I'm there, it's go time, you know, because we're, you, you know, the, we make money off of the table. So, you know, you got to flip the tables, whatever, try to get them and get them in and out as quick as you can and try to make the bucks. But, you know, it's just business when I'm there. And then when I'm done, I'm done. Like, I do not think about it. It's like my head goes. Oh, yeah. I have other priorities now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 you, do you do jokes with people? <laughs> Uh, sometimes depends. Trying I'm to get, like trying to get some tips. I'm kind of, I'm kind of just like straight business, you know. Like right. you know, if, if if the table's cool, then you know I may like bring out a little personality, but it's kind of straightforward for the most part. Well, is it also like the clientele? Like, is it is there is it like uh, a lot of is it a lot of like people in like shifty people in t- in town at Atlantic City, just trying oh, to oh yeah, just trying to oh do, 
do, yeah. <laughs> do, do some sinning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I've had I had a few tables walk out to come in, order a nice steak, get, you know, get some nice, nice drinks. I go, I step, step away for a few minutes, come back, not there anymore. I'm like, well, it is what it is. Not surprised. That's uh, getting away with that is the only sure thing that went their way there that night. <laughs> they probably- and I was like, man, I'm about to start doing what this guy is doing. <laughs> right. Get a free yeah. meal. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think uh, I think places might start catching on. Yeah, yeah, they should. Well, like I think I don't know. what's what's also it's I think might be harder because you you kind of stand out. You don't look like everybody else. There's absolutely like yeah. when someone sees you, they never they don't see other people like you on their daily lives mm-hmm. ever. But yeah. that's the same. I get same that thing sometimes. About, same same thing about like wrestling and podcasting and comedy. It's all like you, most of the people that you ever encounter won't know anything about them, don't care, and that's it's it's kind of humbling. You know what I mean? When it came to when it came to serving, and I I don't ever I don't ever talk about any of that stuff with anyone ever ever ever. Right? Like I right just, that. It feels braggy or something. It's not. I yeah. don't. It's not. It's, I just. Yeah. You just don't care to talk about it. You know. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, it's not the highlight of your day. But sometimes right. it might be because you might actually have had a good shift, and you know, you were able to walk out with some money. So, you know, like today, I worked from eleven to five, eleven a.m. to five p.m., and I walked out with a buck fifty. So I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. For like a lunch shift. Yeah, that's that was like my 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 favorite selling point on the idea of being a server. I was like, oh well, maybe like it will be less living paycheck to paycheck when I walk out of the door with a hundred plus dollars any night. Right. Yeah. But you know, when you when you work at lunch shift and walk out with twelve bucks. Yeah, it have. Oh, trust me, it happens. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. But, but fuck serving. All in all, fuck serving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it's, it's but, mean, but mean, a means to an uh, to everything, really. If anyone is watching, or for anyone who does watch this, tip your servers, please. Tip, be generous. We're yeah, in a tip your we're servers. in a global pandemic. We're in a global pandemic. Most people don't want to work, so everywhere is understaffed. So, uh, being patient and being generous is utmost importance. Right. Unless your server is rude, then don't tip 20%, but always tip. If they're really good, tip, tip above 20%. Uh, you know, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, just tip your server. Be a nice person. Yeah. You re- also, I think most people don't realize that servers make like two bucks an hour. Like yeah. the, the, tips are like, the tips are like what we're surviving off of. Yeah, we see no checks. Dude, my my paycheck, I got one paycheck that was for zero dollars. Like <laughs> it's in my bag. And I was like, what did they give this to me? Because because I guess whatever the taxes were, like the, uh, okay. the, the, ta- the taxes took all of what the money was. I, I'm surprised I never get I never got a paycheck that was like, oh, you owe us 20 cents. 
Mm. Oh, that'd be that'd be like, oh, well, don't know if I can do this anymore. Right. Like, I'm losing money now. I'm working and I'm losing money. So, what do you? <laughs> I know this is this is kind of a, a a rough transition and not the best segue, but yeah, I know. When it comes to um, when it comes to losses that you've experienced, um, we've all lost. We've all lost some friends in this business, in the wrestling business. Uh, we've we've lost a, a lot of family members. Well, we've maybe lucky enough to make it to a point in life where we've only lost a few. But when you think about that kind of stuff, and you think about those people, where do you think they are? Ah, this is a very good question. A question that I was not expecting at all. But uh, honestly, man, I really don't know. I really don't know. You know, we, I like, I would, I like to make guesses, and I like to have like, like, uh, like views and stuff. Like, I just don't know. I just look at it like, man, I think we're all here to just learn. We're here to experience. Um. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, a part of me feels as though, like, we're all here for a reason, a purpose. And I, and we're, we've, we're able to, like, be, you know, you know how they say, like, you're the, you're the one, I don't know how, yeah, what's yeah. the other word for this, but you're the one, the one sperm that the egg chooses. Like, you were one out of a million and you were able to, like, you're here experiencing life. So there has to be a reason for it everyone here and maybe it's just a learning experience you know we're here we're all here like experiencing this like human experience get, like pre prepping us for whatever the next phase is but maybe that's only for those who like you know what i'm trying to say like uh what like did you learn whatever it is did you grow up in the church? Did you did your parents uh, really raise you religiously at all? Uh, my mom tried to, mm. but I don't. I I'm not religious at all. I don't like. I did go to Sunday school. I had my. I was raised Catholic. I've I've had my first uh, holy holy communion, my first confirmation. But once that was over, I like I stopped going to Sunday school. Stopped going to church. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, I was also I st well I was in cath I was in Catholic school for like uh, uh up until 3rd grade, I believe I was in Catholic school till so I never got to the confirmation, but I I had my communion my communion, but my my grandmother was crazy Catholic, but uh it, it, I just I I just couldn't stay with believing that that this book written by people written by people who weren't there it's like it's like once upon a time yep <laughs> see yep. i've never read the bible but i heard it was just like a bunch of stories in there right yeah, like metaphorical stories and like uh it it feels like it feels like what we now know as clickbait <laughs> yeah <laughs> the bible is clickbait. yeah but i mean but like you know if, if that's what people like if if 
that's what makes people happy then you know like you know, then think, it's for them you know like think, i'm not here to judge anyone as, as a moral compass as a moral compass and 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 guiding you through this existence if 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 that's what you need i think so many people uh will minimalize all of this stuff even though you go like there's so many people who need this stuff people people go through some hard hard struggles and they count they rely so deeply on the words written in these books uh yeah. they they need that I'm, i i can't mm -hmm. uh, i can't take that away from them they they need that but in my opinion what i think uh, i don't care like i'm just knowing that I'm just knowing that if I continue to be the type of person who I'd want to look up to if I wasn't me is uh, the, 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 uh, the very present nature that I'll, that I'll uh, grow through, that I'd hope that it's a whole new religion. It's called the Corey Castle nihilism. <laughs> Castleism. Castleism. I like it. <laughs> so I'm curious to so to like hear what you think. Like, where do people go after they pass? Like, what do you think? Like, the next chapter is. Well, um, like, what's your philosophy or your idea? You know, you know, uh, it's been it's been over ten years now since I had my brain surgery, right? Um, the I did not know that. So inside, when they were when they sat me down and they showed me all this like they showed me all the the brain scans and stuff and, the, mm -hmm. and they showed they showed me my, like a live view of my brain going there was oh, wow. the, these, there was this electricity inside my brain that was like keeping me alive and to me i went that's what god is that energy that 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 electricity is that energy is what's keeping me alive. That's God. I have a little bit of God in me. It's the same stuff that blows the winds through the trees and gives us oxygen. Mm -hmm. And you have it in you and he has it in him and she has it in her and they have it in them. That's uh, kind of what I, what I feel happens uh, as far as like what, what God and what religion is. I don't really think that's religion. I guess I'm kind of a, I guess I'm kind of a Buddhist, but at the same time, I, I'm not um, I'm not a huge fan of Buddhism because it's mm -hmm. worshiping people. Still, it goes back to worshiping mm -hmm. people and what people have done, and not everybody who's done a good thing has done exclusively good things. I mean, we're all humans, and as many good things as I've done, I've probably done a uh, an equal amount of really not good things. Right. So, I think, you know, the energy, you know, there's a, there's a chemical that gets released in our brain called DMT, right? It's a, uh -huh. you heard of it? Yeah. It's a hallucinogenic that mm -hmm. I think when it gets released into our brains. When we die, we, we go into like a, like a, an infinite DMT trip. So we're not, we're not aware of the fact that we don't even really exist anymore. Like we're living in a timeless place. Yeah. And, and, and I, I kind of think, so when I think of, um, when I think of, let's say, I, one, of my, one of my best friends that I've ever had was this man named Aaron Ganey, right? Aaron Ganey was in the tag team called the Nigerian Nightmares. 
Mm-hmm. And we had we would sit and sit up at night and we would just talk all night about life and death and we'd get super deep into stuff. And I think about all the lessons that he's taught me and all the all the the memories that he gave me. And I go like that being with me is his spirit. That being with me is his his I don't want to say his ghost, but I also am like he he's somewhere else but it's not a destination. It's not a destination. It's like a plane of existence. Do you think, uh, what is it when like when uh, reincarnation, do you think that's a thing? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, the, 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 going back to that energy, that energy has to go somewhere. And the fact that, this planet is as old as it is, and there's way more dead people than there is people that are alive. <laughs> Where did that energy go? Mm. Also, look up at the stars, man. Look up at the stars. Like, how vast is the universe? If if yeah, all that if all that is for nothing at all, that's a huge waste of space. And why why would a creator create such a big waste of space? Mm-hmm. What's that? So uh, I think I, I certainly think that reincarnation is an option. I I just brought this up the other day, but I don't know if you saw it. Um, there's a movie called Defending Your Life. Okay. Uh, it's like it's like from the early '90s. Uh, look that movie up. I think you might enjoy it. You may enjoy it. It's the, this this it's a Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks is um. He he played the voice of Nemo's dad in Finding Nemo. <laughs> That's the only okay. other thing, the only other thing you might know him from. But uh, this movie was from like the real early '90s, and Meryl Streep was in it. He he was like this businessman, and he had like a he just got this convertible, and he got and it had a CD player, and everyone was like, "Oh, got a CD player in his car." And some somehow the CDs dropped on the floor and he went to go reach him and he crashed into a bus and he died. But then then they show him like in this purgatory where he has to then go into this like super, super nice, super nice, well lit, bright area. And then it, it turned into like this courtroom where they would show you your worst acts and your best acts during your life and you would have to defend it like a like you'd have you'd have a lawyer and you'd mm. have prosecutors and a jury it's that's it, so funny yeah it's i think i think you know going going through like i think we're we're so privileged to have to have the ability to be able to picture things like that so clearly based off of like like art and movies and stuff people didn't grow up the, maybe maybe the maybe the bible meant so much more to these people who had nothing else that could show them that another option might exist right maybe, you think uh maybe maybe that's maybe that's why you know i based some of my my beliefs and opinions off of some movies and tv shows and stuff i saw about about the afterlife and things like that i think i I just said this on on the last episode, but I think I, if anyone ever asked me back in the day what what I believe happens when you die, I would actually say this is a, an actual thing. I would say, I'd say 
a combination of what you saw on Dogma and a combination of what you saw on Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was like my actual belief of what happens to you when you die. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You're going to have to send me these. You have to send me these movies so I can watch them. All right. <laughs> yeah, just send me the list and I'll watch them all. I'll put the list in the description of the episode. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, anyone. Join us. Join the journey. But I mean, that's not that's not truly what I believe now. But it it's a it was a good. No, but I'm was, curious to see a, just because I haven't seen the movie, so I'm curious to see like what what you know where your head's at, and like you, you know. You don't you don't you don't uh you don't mess with Kevin Smith movies. Kevin Smith. Yeah, like James uh, Hunt Bob stuff. Uh, yeah, I've seen yeah I've seen that one James Hunt mm-hmm. Bob yeah. The one movie was called Dogma, and it was and okay, had, I haven't like, seen that one. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were like these renegade angels who, who like, who like, they like were trying, they like made this plan to escape heaven or like get back into heaven or something, something like that. But it's definitely worth checking out. And it, okay. it's got, it's directed by Kevin Smith, it's got Jay and Silent Bob, it's got like uh, Jason Lee and uh, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and I didn't. Oh, Ivan Reichman is in it. Yeah, I'm the worst man. I'm the I'm the kind of guy who's like, oh, have you seen this movie? I'm like, nah. Have you seen this movie? Nah. Have you seen this movie? Nah. Do you know this actor? No. <laughs> no, I would never. I would never judge anyone for that. And it's funny yes, because like, so lots, I, lots of people will like listen to you, and 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 even me, like all the time, people will be like, oh, you never saw this, and I'm like, no, and they're like, oh man, yeah, oh. all the time, like, all right. yeah. All right, ease back. Ease back on the shame, buddy. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) I try not to do that to other people because I'm like, all right, you haven't seen it. Like, yo, check it out. You know. Well, what about when people do that to you about like wrestling angles and matches and stuff? Uh, No, it's usually no. It's usually the other way around. What was you know? No, go ahead. What, I'm sorry. What was the, what was the main inspiration for you for wanting like what was like the main angle that you were like okay I'm getting in the business now. Okay, maybe I I didn't have that happen, but if we want to talk about like my favorite like angles and like favorite time, it was definitely like during like o two o three, uh, Monday Night Raw when like Triple H was the World Heavyweight Champion mm-hmm. because I just I because I hated him so much you know I was a kid. <laughs> And I'm like, man, I hate Triple H so much. He's a rat bastard, you know, always doing the, the dirty shit, hanging with Flair. That was when Evolution was running around. Right. And man, I was just, it was just the best because I was just, I was so invested into like that, that storyline and like everything that was going on at that time. It was just so good. So what was like the, hey, I definitely know I have to do this. Like it's written on my bones that I need to be inside that it, ring. It, I never had that. No. I never had that. No, the idea came when, um, like I said earlier, my partner Matt Toro was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. like we we uh when we were in a band, we our friendship was also based off of pro wrestling. So we would always get together and we would play like uh, like the old wrestling games. We would create ourselves as as wrestlers, and we would put ourselves in like the story mode, the universe, and create our own little, you know, thing. Make ourselves the champion, wrestle each other. So like we've always had a love for wrestling, but when I guess. Uh, like Matt threw the idea of, uh, out there of us be like joining the business, you know. I was like, uh-huh. you know, what? fuck it, why not? Like, let's do it. And you and you got started at the factory. Yes, that was in 2015. 
we attended a two day like camp and then uh and then we went back i think a month or two later and then we started training there i think i met you guys there um i but i wasn't there as much back then i i was there i was there a lot more a couple years before that and okay i kind of stopped going as often but i definitely met you there because of my probably because of my friendship with lucas it's probably okay. why, why i was there i think that was the first camp lucas did as well okay. the first camp that we did was the first camp he did the, this room like, this room that i'm in right now this used to be uh lucas used to live in this house this used to be his bedroom this room that oh, i'm really? doing this podcast in. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it totally just him out. yeah he no, did. I mean, no he moved back in with his parents <laughs> that was his decision okay that was totally his decision but why now, did he leave i mean i don't want to get into his business you know oh, but, yeah i know he, yeah. he he um one of the one of the jobs that he like put all his eggs into the basket that he was going to get some it, it it fell through or something and um he was he was just you know financially burdened and decided to go back and live with his parents and it would be easier for him financially okay I see him every now and then now. I, I, last time I saw him, he had a match with uh, Ryan Mooney at the factory. I thought it was pretty good. Twitch has been coming along, so it's good for him. Last time I saw him was God. the last time I saw you when we did the Too Many Games convention. Ah, uh, okay. That was, that was yeah, I saw time. him again after that. Okay. I saw him last month, actually. Yeah, we had the match. It was a two out of three falls, which I was surprised that they had there. But he did mm -hmm. really good. I was, I, was, I was really proud. Yeah, man. I, I mean... This so Twitch, if you hear this and you're watching this, keep it up. All right, good job. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, I, I would have to say it, the same thing. Twitch, if you're watching this, I have to say, uh, you've come a long way. You've come a long way. <laughs> I, I met you when you were like a, a, a awkward 15 year old kid, and now you're an awkward 22 year old kid. <laughs> yeah, time flies, man. Time yeah. flies. Yeah. For sure. But the, the awkwardness of it was very matching of my awkwardness because my my <laughs> fa my fandom of like stand up comedy, my 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 ability to like pull random quotes from movies and shit like that's not that's not very common. Not a lot of other people are into the same exact stuff that I'm into. And the fact that I met mm -hmm. somebody who happened to be a kid, but he was, a you know, he was a wrestling. He was he was um. There was a, there was a, there was a, a, I don't know if it still exists, but there was a show uh, that would come on AM radio, uh, AM radio uh, wrestling show, Pro Wrestling Weekly. It would come on Saturdays and uh, it was hosted. Do you know who Eric Gargiulo is? No. Er Eric Gargiulo was the, he, Eric Gargiulo, and you know who Rob Feinstein is, right? Nope. See, you, I told you, bro, I'm terrible. Rob Feinstein, RF video. Rob Feinstein, the guy, the the guy who founded Ring of Honor. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, just learn something. So Rob Feinstein uh, uh, founded Ring of Honor with Gabe Sapolsky in the very beginning, and okay. Rob, Rob Feinstein and Eric Gargiulo, who was the commentator for CZW back in the day, they they okay. had they had a they had a like a weekly pro wrestling uh, talk show.
and it was on AM radio. Um, they they had a, they used to record them at this like a Slacks Hoagie Shack in Ben Salem, and I would. I would go to like the live ones. The I went to the one live one and they had like Tommy dreamer was there and Francine was there. That's pretty cool. But, uh, the, eventually Eric stepped down from it because it was Eric's show. He stepped down from it and he gave it to this guy, uh, Ferran, my friend Ferran and Ferran had Lucas as his intern hosting and, and, uh, hosting, hosting the radio show. And uh, that's about Ferran Burgundy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I love Ferran. Ferran's I, my guy. I forget that everybody else knows him too. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the last factory show that I was at. I think I sometimes yeah, forget. Ferran did that first factory camp with me as well. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. That's rad, man. I, it, it's so funny to me that sometimes like I have friends that like people know who they are and they're like somebody or like somebody's like a famous or well-known person. And I'm like, yeah, they're just my friend. I don't see. I, don't. I was going to say something immediately, but I let you keep going a little bit longer to see where I was going. So once you mentioned Twitch, I'm like, okay, I know it's the Ferran that I know. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Ferran's Ferran's my guy. That's awesome. So shout out to Ferran Burgundy as well yeah shout out but uh yeah so only other only a couple more things uh and then i'll send you off with a hot dog and a handshake right off in the sunset all right so i'll split that hot dog with you bro because this was fun it's, but, it's like like an hour has been passing it doesn't feel like yeah. an hour has passed for so sure it's for been sure. a good time one more time uh want to make sure i say on the record because obviously like okay a couple of people who i've had on the podcast they're not with us anymore so on the record i made it a point even even before when we first started doing the show when i first started doing this my my mom had told me about these voicemails that she had saved uh, from her from her mom and from her best friend, they left her voicemails and she got them burnt onto a CD. Okay. She got these voicemails burnt onto a CD and she said, you know how like when someone when someone's not with us anymore, you forget what their voice sounds like. And I was like, I, I don't ever want that. I don't really ever want that. So I want to make sure while our voices are here and right now, I want to tell you how I truly feel. And I want to do that with everybody, whoever decides to give me you know, some of their effort, they, they decided to pay me with their, their attentions, their intention and their attention. So I'm, I'm so grateful to you. So thanks so much. And uh, I'm, I'm super excited to see where you go next, because, dude, you're really good. You have a really great head on your shoulders, and I see nothing but a world of potential for you. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. And I'm actually glad that, like, you're saying what you're saying, because I think that everyone needs to be like that like uh like there's a lot of hate in this world and man like if you can just take a moment out of your day to just be nice to someone like even if it's something simple like holding a door for the person behind you you know like uh even like if you're at a gym you know just saying like hello to somebody you know like it, 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 it might like it might, it might mean nothing to you but it might make it might mean something like so much more to somebody else like we just need more of that man so, like when I you appreciate when you, you saying what you said when you said that thing about Planet Fitness earlier, and and I was like, oh, it's nothing like that because at this gym, 
this gym is the opposite of like when you when you walk down the you walk down the straightway at Planet Fitness and you like catch eyes with somebody, they'll like turn down, like they don't want to look at you. Yeah. But at this gym, yeah. you say hi to everybody, everybody says hi back. Everyone's got a smile yeah. on their face. That's the that's yeah. why I love this place. Yeah, that's why, like, I, I try to make, like, I make it a habit, like, if I do make eye contact with somebody, I try to, like, at least give them, like, the head nod, you know, like, kind of like, yo, like, what's mm -hmm. up, man? Like, how's it going? How mm -hmm. are you? You know? Just so that it's not awkward, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> do you have any other questions for me? Uh, What what do you got? Like, what's, what, do you have, like, any 2022 goals? Um, I, I don't really ever do that as much. I, I was just thinking about some the other day and I feel like the, f mostly I want to stay, stay flexible, stay flexible to, to ever changing things. So when I talk about, um, when I was a kid, when I growing up as a kid, all I ever wanted to do was be a pro wrestler or be a stand-up comedian, right? I didn't know I wanted to be a podcaster because that didn't exist yet. So in 2022, I hope to, I hope that I discover more things that don't exist yet, or I create things that don't exist yet that I can decide that that's going to be somebody else who looks at me and goes, I want to do that with my life. And yeah, uh, I think 2020. Yeah, I think. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep finish your thought, and then I'll. Oh, I'll, I was just saying, 2022 seems more of a year in which I will be closer to finding whatever that thing that doesn't exist and making it exist. Okay. Uh, like I, what I was gonna say was, uh, I think for me, like all I've ever wanted, like I never wanted to be like a great this, a great that, even though like for like uh like. Like you said, uh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I play, you know, I've been able to do a lot of things. But all I ever wanted to do was just like, I guess, just be a role model for people, be an inspiration. Because like I've, like I've told you earlier, like I, you know, I've had great parents who were able to like provide for me and my my siblings. But we we were born like in a like not so great area, so like I never like to brag. Like, I don't brag, like, oh, I came from a good area because I, I wasn't born in a good area. So I just want to show people that it is possible to, like, become something no matter, despite, like, your, your upbringing, despite whatever, you know, troubles you may go through or whatever. Like, like you can do whatever it is that you want to, like, do in life. Like, anything is possible. And I just want to be like proof of that, you know? Well, I think that, I think that, 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 that kind of rings the humility bell really loud because uh, in a lot of it, you're, you're kind of, you're, you're mentioning a bunch, like you don't want to brag, you don't want to brag, but really like you do, you've come a long way. You deserve a little bit of, a little bit of flowers. You give yourself some flowers. Like you're, you're, you're killing it, dude. You're doing, you're yeah, doing. Yeah, no, but. <laughs> what would, I like what to would let your... my work speak for itself, right. you know. Right. So, yeah, continue to do that. The continue to do that. Uh, tell the world what you're going to do. Show them first. Is something exactly. I yeah, that's why I like to keep my mouth shut and just work, man. Because I I hate it. 
where people are like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Post it on social media. Like, I'm doing this, doing that. And then nothing ever happens. Like, yo, just work first and then let the work speak for itself. You know? I can't, I can't tell you the year. I don't remember it. But uh, Tom Brandy, the Patriot, uh, uh-huh. he, he, host, he had this show that was like in Willow Grove. And he had uh, Terry Taylor. He had Terry Taylor come, and it was a, it was like a it was like a, a TNA tryout. It was just a show where it's like everybody who was on the show paid money, like it was a seminar to do this tryout. But like it was just you know it was just uh, it wasn't everybody who did it was paying the same money to do it. The same as a like a Jerry Busco seminar. The same same sort of sort of shit. And yeah, like, yeah, gotcha. I saw I saw somebody else posting about it. It was like somebody else posting about it. They're like, oh, got my TNA tryout today. And everybody's comments below were like, you deserve it. Oh, you deserve it. And I was like, hey, you, <laughs> I was thinking and I was I would never post it. But I was like, you've got the same five hundred dollars. Everybody else here has. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, you know, just show up, clock in. Uh, make impressions, make memories, and 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 go. You don't gotta. Yeah. You gotta uh, you know, declare anything. Declaring right. declaring shit is the worst. I, yeah. I I say it pretty often. Like if I if I were to tell you, if I were to say, hey buddy, I'm I'm the smartest and most funniest person you'll ever meet. And let's say we talk for an hour and five minutes, and I've said nothing that's made you laugh. And nothing I've said has been funny. I'm not only right. not only am I unfunny and not smart, but I'm a liar too. <laughs> so I would right. just rather be who I am than tell you who I am. Right. It's like you're bragging with no bragging rights. Right. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. You're you're I think I think they have a, a, a saying in AA where they say uh, expectations are resentments yet to come. Okay. I like so, that. So if I, te- if I go, Oh, my expectation is all this, all that, all this, all that. And I tell everybody that that's what's going to happen. And it doesn't happen. I'm angry about all the things that I can blame for it and never myself for, for declaring it. Right. But, but I can't like lie and say here that I haven't ex- like expected, going through that because we're all human and i'm sure we've all thought that way Mm -hmm. you know felt that way absolutely and and the fact that you have the maturity the ability to take accountable uh, take accountability for the fact that you've been that who who i've Mm -hmm. been who i've been uh, my whole life has never been who i am right here and right now i'm gonna continue to be a different version every single day uh ideally until I am not here no more. Right. Life happens, man. And uh, life's, life's going to throw whatever it wants your way. The only, and you may not have any control, like control of that, but what you do have control over of is how you react to whatever is happening. Life, so, you know, you, life is uh, 10% of what, ha- or what is it? 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. Right. Exactly. So Which at is- the end of the day, you're you're the reason why you are where you are, you know. That's perfect. That's that that's a that's a that's a great bullseye. <laughs> so uh 
so speaking about on on the record stuff, I I uh, and also I'm t- I was talking to you about the future and potential, and uh, you you're not limited by anything. I think that you'll go as far as you think you deserve to go, and uh, I say that to say that I have a segment on this show that I call audio time travel, right? So okay. this stuff is outliving us. This stuff. It, th- this recording is outliving us. So in, in let's say 20 years, somebody who loves you so dearly stumbles across this recording and decides to listen to it, to see what their, their beloved, what their, what their favorite, favorite person was up to in this time and place. You're speaking directly to that person who's decided to, to who loves you and has decided to, Tune in to this show to find out what kind of message you'd give that person. You're speaking directly to them right now. All I'm going to say is just keep your head up, keep working, uh, believe in yourself, and just, 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 I don't know, just stay hungry, man. Just, just be open to, to anything and everything, you know, just, just get after it. That's, that's it. Just get after it. Be happy, have fun. Don't take life too serious, you know. Gratitude. <laughs> yeah, gratitude, <laughs> gratuity, young grasshopper. <laughs> I I dated I dated a girl who uh, uh, I guess I guess when the bill came, like we had a pretty big party, and uh, the bill came, and she looked at it, and she was like, "Oh, look, they didn't add gratuity." And I, and I was like, has no one ever corrected you? No one's ever corrected you? Anytime you've ever said that word? Have you been saying that word? For Maybe she life? never has said it. And that was the first time she said it. Maybe the first time she had ever said it out loud. But <laughs> gra- gratitude is now going to be a word I use for the rest of my life. Gra- gratitude. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, all in all, yeah, just be grateful. And good things will happen. Because if you're not happy, then you'll never be happy. You know, just be happy with what you got, and you'll always have what you want. That's great. Be happy. With, say that. Say that quote for me one more time. Be happy with what you got. Be happy with, what, with you what you got. Right, and you'll always get what you want. All right. Or you'll always have what you want. Yeah. All right. I love that. <laughs> so uh the way I'm gonna, I'm the gonna, way we wrap I'm gonna up, trademark that okay <laughs> <laughs> the, the way we wrap every every episode is i'll say um hypothetically hypothetically i've gifted you this show okay so this this recording that we've just done has been hypothetically the pilot episode to your new podcast involving with uh adrian soriano Hell yeah, let's go. Okay. So in a in a very Jerry Springer's final thought type of way, highlight the, the takeaways and wrap it up in a nice pretty little bow like Jerry Springer would do. I get it. Jerry Springer is an old reference and most people won't get that. But that's <laughs> if you could do that, uh, just to kind of pretty, put a pretty little bow on what this conversation's meant. Uh I mean, it, it meant the world because uh, this was fun, you know, just us getting 
taking a trip inside of our, our, our own heads, each other heads, seeing where we're at and uh, just exploring, man. So uh, this was great. Uh, I'm going to plug some stuff in if you don't mind. Do if it. You guys Go ahead. Are on, if you guys are on Instagram, you can follow me at Soriano underscore saga. Uh, same handle for Twitter. Uh, if, I'm also part of the trio known as Primal Fear. I'm representing right now with myself, Gabriel Hodder, Matthew Oman. You can uh, purchase any merchandise from ProWrestlingTees.com slash True Primal Fear. We have an email that you can reach us, uh, reach out to, TruePrimalFear at gmail.com. Um, I think that's all for right now. Uh, yeah, follow us on social media. Keep updated with what we got going on. We will be at PPW this Saturday, taking on a team of South Philly's Finest and Sam Adams and six-man tag team action. So that should be fun. Looking forward to see everyone there. Um, yeah, I think that's it, man. This was a pleasure. It was an absolute blast, and I'm looking forward to doing this again. Do, do for you, sure. Do you uh, do you do any impressions? Are you famous for any impressions? I am not. No. No. <laughs> no. Why? What you got? No, none. I don't have any. But oh, no? I, I like no. to ask. I like to ask folks what their best impressions are. And I'll, and I'll have them say the 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 tagline that ends us that sends us home in their impression. So yeah, if not you... me, man. I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I definitely I definitely want to do follow ups. I want to do follow ups. I want to do one with Matt and I want to do one with Gabe. And we'll we'll make this make this uh, part one of the primal fear primal fear series or the primal theories. The primal theories. <laughs> Thanks the so much for doing fairies. this. I want to. I want to make sure I say to you on on the record. Make sure we make sure we don't forget to say this. If you ever feel like there's a point where you just need some, you need a friend. You just need somebody to talk to. You, if you got questions, if you got anything going on, never hesitate to call me, dude. Never hesitate to reach out to me. We've got, um, we've got that level of we're cool that you can ask me anything. Judgment. I appreciate free. that, man. Judgment free. I'm never gonna ever judge you. I'll never, I'll never shame you. I'll never uh, minimalize you. I absolutely am here for you, and I have got all the space in the world for you. I appreciate that because I feel, like, I feel as though I've always had that with you. I feel as though I've go, I can always go up to you and speak my mind because I feel like you would listen to me. And, and same with you, man. Like I, I respect you and I appreciate you and and thank you for for giving me the time today, man. It was fun. It was awesome. That's a blast. That's a blast to know. Uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and make Adios. sure you like it. Maybe comment in the back. In the back or the bottom. I don't know how that works. I'm not good at the whole like calls to action. I'm just going to be as sincere as possible. I love you. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for the currency of your effort. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs>